Hey there, I'm Jen, a pediatric registered dietitian who teaches you how to feed your kids and do it right. And I'm Izzy, a student at UNH learning all there is to know about nutrition and dietetics with plans to become a pediatric registered dietitian. On our podcast, Mom, What's for Dinner?, we dig deep into childhood nutrition and teach you not only what to feed your kids, but how to feed them. Join us for conversations about things like eating disorders, RFID, sugar, body image, the gut, and so much more. We release episodes every Tuesday morning. We can't wait for you to listen. Welcome to another episode of Mom, What's for Dinner? Today's episode, we are going to talk about how to help a child gain weight, which is something I actually see a lot of in my practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people assume that I'm only, you know, telling kids, you shouldn't eat this, you shouldn't eat that, blah, blah, right. blah. But no, I'm actually helping a lot of kids with, you know, improving nutrition, getting more nutrients in, mm-hmm. and how they need to gain weight. So before we do that, um, do you have any opening comments we need to say? Not really. I cool. Mean, yeah. It's a new year. We're just we're just in the thick of it recording. Yep. All right. So, like I said in a previous episode, I want to be sharing more stories with you guys about little tips and tricks that I have found that work with my own kids to help them explore a new food. Mm-hmm. So, my daughter, my three-year-old right now, is in a stage where she wants everything, quote, big. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want her food cut up anymore, yes. right? If we yep. have burgers, she wants the whole thing big. Mm-hmm. If we have fruit, she wants the whole apple. Yep. You know, she... Whole piece of watermelon. Yeah, right. Big piece. Yeah. She, wants, she wants a big plate. She doesn't want yep. kids' plates anymore. Cool, fine. Um, but what I do find is that sometimes when I serve it big, she doesn't really eat it because it's a little too big for her to handle. Right. You know, like she wants she wants to be a big girl and yeah. do it the adult way, but she's like, oh wait, my hands are small and yeah. this is like, what do I do with this? Um so the first time I actually did this, we were out at a Mexican restaurant and it worked again. It's worked multiple times. I did it again this week with her burger. So um, this is the concept of what I am calling mini burgers. I sent Izzy a text and I'm like, remind me to talk about mini burgers mm-hmm. on the podcast. I get the craziest text. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time this worked was at a Mexican restaurant and she had a taco and mm-hmm. it was like a chicken taco that an adult would be served. And she had no idea what to do with that. And I said, honey, do you want me to make you mini tacos? And she said, yeah. Because she was just not eating it. She was right. just sitting there, like, kind of, you know, pick, at picking at yeah. stuff. And I'm like, so I wasn't pressuring her, like, you need to eat your taco. But I was finding a way to help her eat it mm-hmm. in a way that was comfortable to her. So I said, do you want me to make you mini tacos? And she said, yeah. So I just ripped a bit of the flour tortilla, took a tiny bit of the chicken, and made, like, a teeny tiny little taco mm. and handed it to her. And it went right in her mouth and ate it no problem. And yeah. I did that for, like, all the bites. And she ended up eating that entire taco. Right. This worked again this past week with burgers. She wanted a big burger. And I said, cool. Now, sometimes she will dive into the big burger and sometimes she won't. Mm-hmm. And this just goes to show how variable kids are. Yeah. But the last night, or whatever night this was, she wasn't. So I said, do you want me to make you mini burgers? She said, yeah. So, again, I just took... Little parts of the bun, tiny little bit of the ground, uh, it was pork burgers we were having, 
and made little mini burgers and mm-hmm. hand them to her and she ate them. And so I just wanted to share this with you guys because sometimes we just need to get creative in how we present the food. Yeah. It's not that they don't like it. It's not that they're rejecting it because of the taste. It's mm-hmm. just maybe they just don't know what to do with it or they don't know what it is. Yeah. Sometimes she doesn't know what I served. If it's a combination food or it looks different than normal and I just mm-hmm. say like, oh, that's whatever food it is. And she goes, oh. And sometimes she eats it and sometimes she doesn't. Yeah. I'm not pressuring her. I'm not saying take a bite. I'm not saying, oh, you'll like it. I'm just informing her what it is and leaving it up to her to decide if she wants to eat it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that's helpful to someone listening out there. And you're, maybe your kid likes mini burgers and mini tacos. Yeah. Give it a try. Let's get into the bulk of this episode. So we're talking about how to help kids gain weight. And I think we should start off with when does your child actually need to gain weight versus when are they just naturally a small kiddo? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So go ahead and tell us more about that. Yeah. So there is a difference between a child being underweight, which is where you would want your child to gain weight. They might not be getting enough nutrients, things like that, and it could end up hindering their weight or they're not growing up the way that the of the rate that they're you know projected to um and this all relies on the growth chart of your child Mm -hmm. so if you want to learn more about growth charts we have an episode i believe it's episode 13 so if you want to know more about that you can go check out that episode but basically if and this is normally something that you're you would have a conversation with your pediatrician about right and kind of have this discussion and then go from there Mm -hmm. um but there is a difference between a child just being, like, smaller on the smaller side, but still growing at the rate that they're that's right for them and that they've always followed, or which something is called falling off the growth curve, mm-hmm. and that could be... Or not even just the growth curve, but their, their growth yes. curve. Right. So the growth curve is a series of lines or curves, like, on a chart that goes from the third percentile to the 97th percentile Mm -hmm. and um, a child could track at like the fifth percentile their entire life right and that's fine they're a naturally small frame small kiddo small person if they're tracking along the fifth percentile all the time that's fine right but it's when they fall off like if they drop from the fifth to the third and then below the third mm-hmm. that's when we get concerned yeah and like as he said we explain a lot more of that in the growth chart episode which is number 13 yes so definitely there's a difference between being just a small person and then falling off that growth curve and needing to gain weight and the way i think of this is just like children are meant to grow Right? Like, that is their job. I tell my kids, your job is to go to school, listen to your parents, and grow. (laughs) Um, And so we just want to make sure that kids are growing optimally to reach their full potential, especially for brain development, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if they're not growing physically, the brain isn't getting all the nutrients it needs either. Right. And then it can hinder, you know, their academic performance and mm-hmm. you know they're they can have cognitive effects and whatnot um and when kids really aren't growing in weight it could affect their height as well yeah so generally the way that i think about growth is if a child does fall off their growth curve 
it's a calorie issue and we need to get more calories in and it's mm-hmm. like a it's like an acute calorie issue meaning um, it can be fixed mm-hmm. but when their height is affected and their height drops on the curve that's more of a chronic issue yeah. with not getting in enough nutrition and perhaps not enough of the micronutrients mm-hmm. like zinc and iron and protein uh, that's a macronutrient but anyway um, and so we really have to look at it then you know when height's yeah. affected so um a quick disclaimer here if you are concerned about your child's growth you do definitely need to take them to their pediatrician so they can do a workup mm-hmm. um and make sure there's nothing organic happening so for example a metabolic issue why they're losing weight or mm-hmm. they're not growing there could be a growth hormone deficiency it could be a yeah. thyroid thing so you just want to definitely rule all, that out. rule all of that out yeah um and then for sure work with a dietitian who can give you some targeted advice about what's best for your own child. Yes. My dog is sitting in my lap snoring. So if anyone hears background noise, it's just Stella. It's just Stella. Pass out. <laughs> this is a rare occurrence that she'll sit here and snore on me, so I am soaking it in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tips for gaining weight. Izzy, take it away. So one of the best tips is to make every bite count. So basically what that means and the idea behind that is your child, their stomachs aren't that big, right? They're tiny. They don't have a lot of room in their stomachs. And that's why it's so important to choose nutrient-rich foods that have more of that nutrient density. Um, And so with those, you want to aim for foods that have like a higher calorie like those healthy fats um which have like more calories per gram in comparison Mm -hmm. so we talked about fats compared to carbohydrates and protein in our macros episode as well so if you want to hear more about that remind everyone briefly how much more calories fat has yeah so fat has nine grams or nine calories per one gram and so protein and carbs have four calories per gram so there is definitely a difference there in right. the amount of calories per yeah. gram of fat. Yeah, you're getting more than double bang for your buck when you increase those fats. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a concept called nutrient density, calorie density, yeah. where you really want every bite to have as many calories as possible. Especially, we find that a lot of the kids who do need to gain weight are also the kids who have lower appetites. They're not as interested in food. They might be a little more picky. Mm -hmm. And so every bite really counts for them. Yeah. For sure. So we're going to give you kind of a couple different examples of foods that are higher in those healthy fats and the calories to kind of help bump up their intake. So that could be things like peanut butter or any kind of nut butter, avocado, yogurt, cheese, nuts, Coconut is also a great one. Um, Healthy fats like hummus, whole milk. You can add hemp seeds and things like butter as Mm -hmm. well. Yep. Um, Yeah, and so Izzy said whole milk. When she said yogurt, we're emphasis on the full fat yogurt. Yes. Um, A lot of the yogurts made for kids particularly are low fat. So Mm -hmm. things like go-gurt and like, you know, what those yogurts full of. Like you'll play that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Those are often low fat. So you do want to look for a full fat option. Um, I know Stonyfield is a big one that makes a full fat that is well accepted by kids. Um, I could give you a thousand brand recommendations if you need help in this area, get in touch. Yes. Um, but anyway, so the point is making every bite 
account. Um, our next tip here is forming well-balanced meals, right? So a lot of, you know, the typical kid diet, it's got a lot of carbs, it's you know, pancakes for breakfast, mm -hmm. and then Cheez-Its for snack, lunch is a sandwich. Usually there's protein on there. There might be peanut butter, ham or turkey, you know, but then it's things in the lunchbox like goldfish and fruit snacks, or a lot of people call them gummies. I never call them gummies. They're always fruit snacks to me. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, cookies, and then they come home from school, they might have chips. So it's a lot of carb-heavy stuff. And we really want to be trying to get in those healthy fats. So finding a way to get in something like hummus in the lunchbox or guacamole is a big one that I recommend a lot with, you know, with tortilla chips or um, adding cheese or mayonnaise or something to the sandwich. Get in the fruit or the vegetable as well because mm -hmm. we, we don't want to not have fruits and veggies just because they aren't high in fat. Like right. we also want to be doing that. So really just trying to think more about the my plate mm -hmm. um, when you're packing lunches for your kids. And actually this reminds me, I want to do an episode on lunches for kids because yeah. that's even something I struggle with sometimes. So we mm -hmm. need to do an episode on that. Um, so forming those well-balanced meals. And I find that breakfast is often a place where parents can help their kids get in more calories for their yeah. child that needs to gain weight. So for example, if they're eating something like pancakes, can we spread peanut butter on them? Mm -hmm. Can we do butter and maple syrup? Yep. Can we um, can we add um, protein to the pancake mix, which we need to get in the calories, but by adding a higher protein, even if it's protein powder or using a mix that is higher protein, it's going to add a bit more calories mm -hmm. just because protein has calories in it too. Yeah. Um, can they drink a glass of milk with their breakfast mm -hmm. instead of water? Yeah. Um, so just finding ways that you can build onto what they're already eating. Yeah. Instead of making them eat like triple portions of what mm -hmm. they have. I call it stacking up. Yeah. So instead of, you know. Building out. Exactly. Or a lot of kids are eating like plain toast, which yeah. blows my mind. So I'm like, can it's like we. It's like a positive place. Yeah. Like yeah. Can things. we put something on there? Yeah. Um, if, talk... your, if your kid's already doing yogurt, can we add hemp hearts in mm -hmm. there or granola, yep. maple syrup, yeah. things like that. We've got some more snack ideas below that we're going to talk about um, to help you kind of get some ideas for building these kinds of snacks that have all the vital nutrients that we really want to focus on. For sure. Um, this leads us to, so talking about like what I often see in the lunch boxes of, of kids, this leads us to avoiding the filler snacks. So mm -hmm. why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so like we said, kids' stomachs are not huge. So like we said, we wanted to make every bite count and you don't want them filling up a lot of like in between meals on snacks that aren't that nutrient dense that we were talking about before mm -hmm. and it might hinder how much they actually eat for those balanced meals that you spend so much time thinking about and putting together and you know those have the nutrients that they need in them and maybe not even avoid the snack itself like we yeah. want our kids to be able to enjoy their goldfish Absolutely. or their crackers or whatever but just making sure that you have some cheese with it or mm -hmm. some peanut butter or, um, you know, dipping in guacamole or something like that. Yeah. 
Um, so, you, so you can allow your child to eat those snacky foods because that's what they like. And Absolutely, yeah. we want, again, to maintain that positive relationship with all foods, but you can just frame it in such a way that's like, okay, we need to have a food that's going to help your body grow and give mm-hmm. you the energy that your body needs. Yeah. And what you need is more fat. Yeah. You know? Um, and this leads me to, to um, grazing. We don't want to let our kids graze. I think a lot of times for parents who have an underweight child, they have this idea that, like, well, if they're eating anything, it's, it's good. You know, like, mm-hmm. as long as they're eating, they're yeah. getting calories in. But what grazing can do, so grazing is eating snacky foods um, or eating anything really outside of like a scheduled meal or snack time. And what that does is it kills their appetite for the actual meal. Mm -hmm. So if they're grazing on things, even if it's healthy things, right, like fruit or um, carrots, carrots, you know, a cheese stick here and there, if they're grazing on things like that, when it comes to the meal time, which is where you're presenting a lot more protein, a lot more fat, a lot of nutrition, mm-hmm. they're not going to be hungry and they're not going to eat the meal. Yeah. This is also true for kids who are drinking milk in between meals, and I find this is true for the younger kids. You know, they mm-hmm. have access to their milk cup all day long. You really don't want to do that because it's going to kill their appetite for the meal mm-hmm. if they're full of milk. Yes. Um, so really the only thing that kids should have between meals is water. Um same thing. Juice is really filling, too. Yep. Um, and there's there's really not a lot of reason to drink juice unless there's a specific situation. Yes. Um, so we don't want them filling up in between meals. And I talked in my Division of Responsibility episode about how I feel about having access to the snack pantry. Yes. Um, so you can listen to that. Um, one thing I want to say about grazing, too, is that some kids who are underweight and who, you know, we really need to pay attention to their nutrition, these are the kids who maybe don't feel hungry a lot. Maybe they're a little out of tune with their hunger and fullness cues. Mm-hmm. And so in order to establish hunger cues, you really need to be eating at the same times each day. Yeah. So meals at a set time, snacks at a set time. And that will help establish the hunger cues. And so if you have a child that's grazing and their, their intake is sort of all over the place, it's going to be harder for them to establish hunger cues. Right. So eating on a schedule is important for those kids. Okay. What's next? Okay. Snack ideas, it looks like. Yes. All right. What are some of our favorite snack ideas to get those calories in? Yes. So again, we're going to focus on those healthy fats because we know that those give us the most bang for our buck. So snacks like hummus with pita and carrots or celery, or really it can be any kind of vegetable that your child likes. Mm -hmm. If they don't do vegetables, the pita is good too, just to have just really any kind of vehicle to get that hummus. Yeah, for sure. And if your kid is totally opposed to the the savory hummus, Mm -hmm. try chocolate hummus. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's still added sugar. It's it's a you know it's a treat food, right. but if it helps get the calories in, yeah. I am much more interested in your child gaining weight and growing than I am worried about the extra sugar, the sugar intake, in yeah. the in the chocolate hummus. Mm-hmm. You know because you know we can deal with that later, but right. what matters immediately is that your child is growing and getting the nutrients they need. So if they'll do the chocolate hummus with a graham cracker or apple slices mm-hmm. or something, go for it. Yeah. Another one is smoothies. 
So mm-hmm. a smoothie is another great place that you can pack those nutrients in. Mm-hmm. So you can make a smoothie with whole milk, that whole bulk fat yogurt that we talked about, frozen fruits. You can do a handful of oats in there. Um, you can always throw in like some shredded coconut, which again mm. gives you those healthy fats. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just to lay this out there, your ch- your child probably does not need protein powder. Yeah. Um, most kids don't need that. You can meet their protein needs with the milk and the yogurt. Um, so that's just important to know. And actually, the recipe we're going to share today has something in it called kefir. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Another idea is to do whole grain toast with peanut butter or nut butter and then sprinkling something called hemp seeds. If you haven't heard of hemp seeds before, they're super, super tiny mm-hmm. little seeds, like much smaller than even like a, a sunflower seed. Yeah, yeah. They're bigger than a chia seed. They're yes. like in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have like a very nutty flavor, but they're not very strong. So usually, Mild. yeah, usually they're more accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a lot of healthy fats in them. So yeah, great. And then you can do, so you do the toast with the nut butter a sprinkle of hemp seeds, and then you can do sliced banana or strawberries or any kind of Mm -hmm. fruit. Yeah, speaking of the fruits, banana is a good one for kids who need to gain weight because it is more calorically dense than a berry. Mm -hmm. Um, So those tropical fruits like banana and mango are going to be good. Yep. Um, And a a thought, too, on the hemp seeds, if your child is kind of averse to anything that's got, like, a texture to it, try ground flax, which is like a powder, mm-hmm. and they, they won't have to chew it. It'll just, like, stick to that peanut butter. Yep. Um, and, you know, they might accept it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? We've got some crackers with cheese slices. Usually kids are pretty good with cheese, mm. and that's, again, a great... Yeah, and pepperoni. They love yeah. pepperoni. Yep. So, yeah, if cheese, you, you know, to get those calories in, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, you can do like uh, any kind of nut that your child likes again you just have to make sure if they're young enough that you cut them up so it's not a choking hazard for sure um and then including like apple slices or grapes or some other kind of fruit in there too you could do banana with that if you wanted to mm-hmm. um all these are like very very customizable to whatever your of course child likes. yes and you can right. mix and match all these ingredients however um yeah. Or you could do something like a trail mix, which, again, has those nuts in it, so be careful of choking hazards. Right. Um, but even, I mean, if you're – I see tons of kids who are way above four, you know, where we don't have to worry about choking hazards, mm-hmm. and they need to gain weight. So these yeah. work with um, any age. Yeah, and you can add some dried fruit in there too, um, which is always great. And then last one that I had here was oatmeal, which this, I guess, would probably be a breakfast, but – Oh, you can totally eat oatmeal for a snack or cereal for a snack. Yeah. Right? Let's not forget about like... Breakfast foods throughout the day. (laughs) Yeah. And how you can incorporate whole milk in besides just drinking it. Exactly. You can have it with cereal. You can mix it into oatmeal. You can mix it in a smoothie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this one is oatmeal with whole milk. You can do full fat yogurt mixed in um, with walnuts, which are great healthy fats Mm -hmm. for a good source. Um, berries, and then you can do that shredded coconut on top as well. Yum. Yeah. Getting hungry. I know. So those are my ideas for you. <laughs> awesome. Those are great. Let's talk about our recipe for the week. Yes. So this week we're doing Jen's pre-avocado smoothie from her. 
Yeah. So I never used to be a smoothie person, mm-hmm. um, but now my daughter loves smoothies, and so I find myself she making does. them, and I'm like, okay, let's all eat one. Yeah. Um, so the fruity avocado smoothie is nice because it's just got some different ingredients in there. I do mm-hmm. get bored with the same old, same old smoothie. Yeah. Um, so this one has kefir in it, which is, it's a fermented, like almost like drinkable yogurt product. Yeah. It's got yeah. probiotics in it. Um, so I use a whole milk kefir in there. Um, avocado is what I use for creaminess. So I usually put bananas in smoothies so they're nice and creamy. But in this case, I use avocado. You do need to make sure it's nice and ripe so that it blends up because yeah. you don't want little chunks of like hard no. avocado that's not appetizing at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do apple in this one and that gives it some nice sweetness. You want to use a sweet apple like a mm-hmm. gala or a, a sweeter mac or something like that. Yeah. Um, I put loads of cinnamon in this mm-hmm. and it really masks the avocado flavor. So, I mean, if you're yeah. putting avocado in a smoothie, it is going to taste avocado-y. Yeah. Which is why you really need a sweet fruit and um, the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And then you can add a handful of oats in there and that'll bump up the calories and the complex carbs, which your child's going to need for energy. Um Mango would be a nice addition in here too, which I'm just thinking of. Mm-hmm. The type of kefir that I find that's whole milk is mango flavored, so mm-hmm. that would be compliment one. That would be nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you can get really creative. I mean, you can add the ground flax in there. Some people will literally, if they if they have a child that needs to gain weight, will literally just add like a tablespoon of olive oil, yeah. or you can do coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Um. And I say that not because coconut oil is magical. But because it just has a milder flavor and it yeah. like goes nice with the fruity flavors. Yeah. Um, so that's what's cooking today. Yeah. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you need more personalized help, please reach out. As always, if you have ideas for us for topics or anything you want to hear about, DM us on Instagram at Mom What's for Dinner Pod. And I think that's that. Yeah, that wraps it up. For Rate, review, share with a friend, please. We really want to get this podcast off the ground. Yeah. It's not on the ground. I mean, it's doing We're it's We're doing good. well. We're um, but we really want to see it just explode and reach as many people as we can yeah. and be your PD nutrition experts. <laughs> okay. So we'll see you next time on Mom What's for Dinner. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mom, What's for Dinner? If you like what you hear, please be sure to rate and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you need recipe inspiration or want to find out more about how to feed your kids, head on over to jenbelangernutrition.com and check out the videos, blog, and shop tabs. We'll see you soon for another episode.